0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Let's talk about all things NBA Free Agency, the trade machine. We have it fired up. And also, we have one of the best guests ever. On the Roman Guest line, joining us right now, right here is Coach James Young of Sports Grid, their basketball analyst over there. Coach, thank you for joining the show, brother. Happy free agency day! How are things treating you?
2: One of the best guests ever. Who that? Who that dude? <laughs> if you find him, please, please send him to me. What's up, y'all? How y'all
1: doing? We doing good, man. Just happy to talk to you. Happy to see all these rumors and all these things going down. I, I mean, I, I feel like we have to start from the top. Kevin Durant. Right now, it's looking like he will not be a Brooklyn net this year. He's requesting a trade. Phoenix is at the top of his list. I want to ask you maybe a different question. From a betting standpoint, especially you as a betting analyst and an NBA analyst, what is the first thing your mind did when you saw the news that KD asked out? The betting angle.
2: I hope I'd have had no money on the Nets to win the championship. That's <laughs> for darn sure. And then it comes down to honestly, and, and, and listen, he, here's a, here's my take on it really quick. I honestly feel like the Nets tried to pigeonhole Kyrie, and I think Kyrie and Katie had a conversation over the weekend. Mm. And I'm just speculating. And it probably went like this. You want to go, you know, Kyrie wants to go to L.A. All right. Katie goes, listen, opt in. I'm going to be quiet. And then after you opt in and we're good, I'm going to turn around and ask for a trade. They're going to tra- trade me. They're not keeping you here, so you're probably going to get what we want. Mm. I go somewhere, you go somewhere, we blow this whole thing up. But from a betting angle, it's all about like trying to find where Kevin Durant could go. Because let's be honest, guys, all 29 of the team should be reaching out to Sean Marks. And, mm-hmm. if, and if you have not, you need to have your heads checked. So I think everybody reached out and it's about finding a landing spot. And right now, you know, people are talking about, you know, obviously Phoenix, maybe Miami, but now there's talk that Miami may have put in the request for Donovan Mitchell. So who the hell knows what's going on right now?
0: Coach, how
2: do we get to
0: this place so fast? Because 12 months ago, this team had Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving and James Harden. And prior to that, they had Kyrie and KD, Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, and all their own picks. And now they're sitting here with Ben Simmons and and none of their own picks. How, how did things devolve so fast?
2: Well, I, I, think they, I think they messed up when they got rid of Kenny Atkinson and they made mm-hmm. the trade for James Harden. I think they but they had the young pieces and they had the stars and I thought they had the coach at least could develop the young kids that would continue to make the stars happen. Now, once they traded for, for Harden, that's when all hell kind of broke loose. Yeah. But let's fast forward to this season, TK. They turn around. They're not letting Kyrie play at, on road games. Then I think when they allowed and they broke down and let him play on the road, which probably else to Durant, I think James Harden got ticked off. Because if you kind of look at it, that's when he started to turn on the Nets a little bit right then and there when Kyrie came back. He leaves, and I mean, I think I saw you say it on Twitter. Like, the team that's looking their Chels right now are the Houston Rockets. I mean, they look the smartest people in the room because this thing's going to blow up. And what are you sitting on? I think three first-round picks and two pick swaps. So, for them, they're loving it. But here's the thing, guys. We know this is an NBA league. Okay, the league is run by the players. I think what you have is they let the inmates run the asylum, and then the warden tried to come in and take back over to the, the jail. Hmm. You know, that ain't happening, you know. So I think that's what happened, and now you're looking at a situation where, I mean, my lovely New York Knicks are like the stable run organization. <laughs> In New York right now, who would have figured that one Except out? Except for you're
0: probably not getting Jalen Brunson. I say I don't
1: know about that, man. Uh, I thought y'all uh, were getting uh, Brunson. Uh, and what happened? It looked uh, like he hit y'all with the pump fake. What's, what's, the, what's uh, going yeah. on there? Yeah. yeah, with
2: the uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I, with the okey doke. Yeah. Now, listen, here's one thing you guys mentioned is the fact that he got, uh, I think, 5 for 105, I do believe, it's the number, or 5 for 110 from the mat. Here's the part you guys didn't, didn't mention. No state income tax in Texas. Mm. So there is about 8 or 9% that he's going to not have taxed out. So when you start to look at it, I don't think those numbers are really far apart. That's a great this point. Is the drive, this is to drive the Knicks up. And here's the thing I, I went on sports during the NBA draft, and I almost lost my damn mind. You know, it was, it was <laughs> terrible. I lost it again yesterday. Because if you're the Knicks, is it really Jalen Brunson and that's it? Like, to me, that screams Julius Randle. That screams Amari Stoudemire. That screams, oh, shoot, we got to do something. Uh, He'll come play for a lot of money. Let's throw it to him. Mm -hmm. Now, the backup for both teams that I'm hearing is Colin Sexton. You can get Colin Sexton for half the money of Jalen Brunson. I don't think Colin Sexton is half the player of Jalen Brunson. I think Colin Sexton's pretty decent. So to me, is it going to be the worst thing in the world that he's got played? Well, you know, it's the Knicks, they always get played, so maybe it's not the worst thing if he goes back to Dallas. But I think it's a negotiating point to get more money out of New York.
0: And, uh, Coach, I love Jalen Brunson, and I love Tibbs, and I think he'll probably get the most out of Jalen Brunson because he does it with every point guard that isn't named Kemba Walker. But, like, what's the Knicks ceiling, even if they do get – Jalen Brunson, for five years, $106 million. Are they able to add anything else? Who do they have to get rid of? And, like, what does that roster even look like?
2: Well, it looks like they just signed, uh, what's the kid's name, Hartlestein from uh, the Clippers, who's a good yeah. pickup, mm-hmm. a two for 16. I mean, he's a good – I don't know if that's going to be a backup to Mitchell Robinson, or you start him at the five, and then you turn around and bring Jericho Sims off the bench. Now, with someone like Hardlstein, he he stretches the floor, which will benefit them. Here's the issue, guys: Randall or Fournier? Someone's got to go. Uh, Fournier Someone's for me. Go. That's easy. Why? It's Fournier yeah, for me. Fournier's got to go. I, I never yeah. wanted. I would
0: never wanted to sign Fournier, but
2: yeah, well, you know, you send him <laughs> back. You send him back to Paris for, for some baguettes, So he's probably long gone. But my my point is, is like there's got to be there's got to be a B C after this. You know, the B was going to be the Jonathan Murray, and you could argue. Well, the Knicks, they should have given up the unprotected or whatever. Listen, the Knicks screw up draft picks anyway. So, I mean, what if they would have given two unprotected picks? So we'll see what happens with New York. They are a hot mess. But to me, there's got to be another person behind this because New York can't get behind, you know, four years, $110 million for Jalen Brunson, and that's your offseason. Right. There's got to be something behind
1: that. Yeah, We're joined now by Coach James Young, Sports Grid basketball analyst on the Roman Guest Line. Reminder, our podcast feed, BetMGM Tonight, is available on the Odyssey app as well as wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, Coach, let me ask you this. What, what, what do you envision happening with the Lakers? Are they going to get Kyrie there? What 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 do you really think is gonna happen? Because of course, any player that has any skill, the Lakers are automatically linked to them as a possible destination. I feel like it's very, very hard for this to happen, for Kyrie to get there, but not impossible. We're trying to I've been telling the people to put some money on the Lakers futures. And now I feel like we're getting closer to the time where we might run out of time for the good value. What do you think happens next with LeBron James and that Lakers team? I think
2: they're getting Kyrie I think this was all – I actually was one of those people, guys, that thought when Kyrie opted in, it was more likely they were going to send him to L.A. than less likely. I think he's trying to force his way there. That's what he wants. But here's the thing, guys. You know, L.A. is going to have to fill out their roster. Supposedly they looked at They're getting off. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, had a really good year at San Antonio. He kind of swapped in for Malik Monk. Uh, probably not as good of a shooter as Malik. Uh, a little bit more erratic, but maybe a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball. So we'll see how that works. Um, and they, they just got to continue to get more pieces here because it, this can't be the end of it for the Lakers. But if you have a healthy LeBron and you have a healthy Anthony Davis, you know, I mean, that guy needs to be wrapped in bubble wrap. I, I know, I can't even say it myself with a straight face. <laughs> and Kyrie, if you have those three. You would have to think they have a chance. But to me, I still don't think they're better than Golden State. Just And if Katie goes to Phoenix, they're certainly not better than Phoenix.
0: Coach, let's talk about Atlanta. A lot of interesting moves happening here. Number one, want to get your thoughts on the DeJounte Murray trade, how that actually influences how we should bet on Atlanta. Because to me, and I, I believe Quentin and Ryan echoed this sentiment too, not sure how that fits uh, with those two together. And two, where do you think John Collins ends up?
2: Well, well f- first things first, I-, I think it can fit because you have both of them who can play off the ball and on the ball. So I think that can fit, and you'll see times how they play Steph Curry off the ball. They're going to try and do that with, you know, with Trey Young in Atlanta, kind of similar to how Steve Curry does it with, uh, Steph Curry and Golden. Mm. I'm not saying that's the way it's going to be or how good it looks, but that's where they're going to go with. Uh, because obviously, you see times where they just load up on on Trey. Now, John Collins has to be moved to me because he's a he's he's, he's an, he, he has so much potential, guys. And he's one of these guys that if he gets into the right system and the right fit, it okay. could be really, really good. And you're not going to trade DeAndre Hunter. Especially the way he played in the playoff, I think he had a 30-plus point game and one
0: game uh, in the playoff. I do believe. Yeah, him the closeout. Yeah, he beat his prop. I, I, as a Bulls yeah. fan, I'll take I'll take I'll take John Collins. Anybody that can grab six rebounds in a game, no, Vuce can do that. But you need someone to protect the rim too. So, yeah, I so never want to see.
1: Coach, what are my Bulls gonna do? I think we're really quickly on John Collins. I I think he might be uh, getting a real look to come here in DC.
0: Wow! Really?
1: I reported that back at the trade deadline. They didn't make a, a trade for it, but it was something I was told maybe revisited in the off season. Now, I just got another text from a few people that say that Washington is one of the most engaged teams uh, with Atlanta regarding John Collins. So, I know beat it.
2: it. I think that, I think that fits with that, yeah. with that young team. I Why, think really? that that makes sense. You know, but look at as regards to uh, to, to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think the play for them, and there was rumors they were like, and I don't know if the Harlem team uh, sign changes it. I actually like Mitchell yeah, Robinson.
0: Mitchell Robinson, that's who I wanted. Yeah, what happened there? He's going back to the Knicks though uh, now, right?
2: It, it, I don't know because now this thing with Huddle team is getting eight is getting eight million dollars a year, and you got Jericho Sims, who you're high on that play well down the stretch. That's why it's like something adding up here. Like could could. Could Mitchell be a signing trade possibility to Chicago? I don't know what they would want to, what the Knicks would want to get back. But to me, when you look at Boos, even though he's a center guy, he's really a power forward mm-hmm. defensively. He's a weak side rebounder. He cleans up the glass. He offers no rim protection and no shot blocking ability. None. And yeah, he's a decent rebounder. But he likes to float around the three-point line a lot. Yes. You need a guy that can go get off the rebound. I think Mitchell Robinson is the perfect complement to Vucevic in Chicago.
0: He spends more time at the three-point line than I did in the boom-boom room sophomore year of college. Coach, thanks so much for joining (laughs) us,
1: man. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Coach.
0: Uh, Thanks, Ellis. Thanks, Jay.
1: That's our guy, Coach James Young of Sports Grid Basketball.